Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Morning, I'm Amy Goggins, filling in for Natasha Belling. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 15th of February. Nurses and midwives are over being given a pat on the back and told to keep going. Brett Holmes from the New South Wales Nurses and Midwives Association. There is thousands of nurses get ready to walk off the job across the state today for the first time in nearly a decade. That's despite a last-minute order from the Industrial Relations Commission warning the union to abandon any kind of protest action for the next month. Skeleton staff will remain in hospitals to provide care to those who need it most as the statewide strike calls for a pay rise better staff to patient ratios. Association Assistant General Secretary Shay Candish says staff are frustrated. Nurses and midwives across the state are so angry. They're really rolled up and it won't just be the people that are coming along to strike. It'll be the people that are also stuck back at the workplace who couldn't get off shift because they're maintaining life-preserving services to the community. Over half a million addresses, including defence sites and domestic violence shelters, have been leaked through a New South Wales government website. Locations in New South Wales, Queensland, ACT, Western Australia and South Australia were collected through the QR code registration system and accidentally made public. While the New South Wales government claims sensitive addresses only made up 1% of the leak, the locations included missile maintenance sites, weapons storage facilities, critical infrastructure systems and secret shelters for those escaping violence. Overseas now in the next few days will be critical with intelligence reports a Russian invasion of Ukraine is imminent. Ukraine has called for a meeting with Russia as tensions escalate on its border. Russia denies any plans to invade despite the build-up of some 100,000 soldiers. Top Ukrainian diplomat Vladimir Shavkivsky has told 10 the country stands ready to defend. We are eager to find way out, but uh, territorial integrity, independence of our country is at stake and we are preparing ourselves to defend it if it is needed. Also making news, former NRL player Jared Hayne could walk from jail today after his sexual assault conviction was quashed. The New South Wales Director of Public Prosecutions will make the final call on whether there will be a third trial with a decision expected in the coming days. The footballer has spent nine months in jail so far after being convicted for the sexual assault of a woman in Newcastle in 2018. A bail hearing is set down for today. And further concerns for the Queen's health after another member of the royal family tested positive to COVID. Camilla, the Duchess of Cornwall, has the virus just days after husband Prince Charles tested positive for a second time. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. Starting in Tasmania and an experienced helicopter pilot has died after crashing into a paddock while fighting bushfires in the area. Our reporter Rachel Burke has more from Hobart. 
Amy, investigations are continuing into this tragic death. It's believed the water bombing helicopter was helping fight bushfires near Piper's Brook in the north of the state when it plunged into a paddock. Sadly, the 41-year-old man and only occupant died at the scene. The Australian Transport and Safety Bureau is now looking into the crash, while the Tasmania Fire Service says yesterday's incident will no doubt be distressing to all the crews still on the ground that would have worked with this pilot closely over the past five days. The challenge for them is that they still have an active bushfire on their hands. And to WA, where 26 schools have now been impacted by COVID as the state records a new record in its daily cases tally. Our Perth reporter Emma Griffiths has the details. That's right, we're barely two weeks into the school year and 26 facilities have already recorded COVID-19 cases. 13 primary schools have alerted parents to their infections, while a further 13 secondary or kindergarten to year 12 have also discovered an outbreak. The COVID-infected schools range from Rockingham in Perth South to Kalamunda, east of the city. Under new measures, though, introduced just last week, all the affected schools have remained open for students and staff that are not considered close contacts. It comes as WA sets a new record for locally acquired COVID infections with 62 cases reported just yesterday. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined by Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool and The Good Oil podcast on Listener. Scott, good morning. It seems it's the end of an era as the Packer family prepares to leave the ASX for now at least. Amy, good morning. That very much seems to be the case. In fact, it's almost a done deal. US private equity giant is going to pay $9 billion for Crown Resorts. Now, of course, James Packer, the major shareholder, he has stepped back from involvement uh, in part after some royal commissions and other regulatory interventions. But this does mark the end of an era to some degree. Kerry Packer, of course, taking publishing and broadcasting limited PBL to the market many, many years ago. Of course, that was the media asset. And then both he and James having a major stake in the Crown Resorts business. But as the Crown prepares to leave the ASX, the Packer family no longer having a major role in any ASX-listed company. So it is something of the end of an era. That being said, James is going to have a few billion dollars to play with once this sale goes through. So we never know. We may yet see him back for a third act. <laughs> That's right. Now, speaking of the ASX, retailer JB Hi-Fi's profit is down. But the retailer's more recent sale numbers, uh, reason for hope for the economy. Yeah, I, I like this one because this is, it gives us a sense of, I guess, where the economy has been. Much of the economic data we've been talking about over the last two to four weeks has been very backward looking. We looked at November numbers or December numbers. And of course, we know the Omicron wave hit in mid-December, scuttled most retailers' Christmas plans. And then there was a big question mark about what's been happening since. Now, that half, the July to December half for JB Hi-Fi was reasonably ordinary. Sales down 2%. Their online sales jumped, which was a bright spot, but their profit also fell about 10%. So it was a reasonably ordinary last six months for them. The good news in their announcement yesterday was they're now saying that the January and early February sales are looking good. There's a recovery happening in, when it comes to consumer spending. That's obviously great news for the, the company's shareholders, but also I think great news for the economy because it does show at least a, a flicker of hope that maybe we did and maybe we are getting back to the stores in a way that should help the economic recovery. Well, I'm glad you had some good news for us because I don't <laughs> like the sound of this one. Oil has hit a fresh new seven-year high overnight and we're likely to feel it at the pump, Scott. 
Yeah, glad we got some good news out of the way because this one is going to be ugly. Of course, we know the ongoing Russia-Ukraine tensions continue to grab the headlines and rightfully so. And of course, that's much bigger than the, any financial impact, but there is going to be financial impact. In fact, there already is, as you mentioned. Oil at a seven-year high, another seven-year high. It continues to climb almost 100 bucks a barrel. If you filled up with petrol any time in the last couple of weeks, you already know that petrol prices are on the rise. Unfortunately, despite possible easing of some tensions, over there, it does look like oil prices are going to be higher for longer while the market frets about what might happen in a worst-case scenario. That means, as I said, higher oil prices now and higher prices at the pump. And, yep, if you're waiting for a, a quick decline, unfortunately, I can't offer you any hope because this one is going to hang around for a while yet. I'm running on empty, so not what I wanted <laughs> to hear. Thank you, Scott. Have a great day. Thanks, Amy. Time the sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett Wilpikowski is determined to make another comeback from concussion. Now that's despite calls for the young cricketer to retire. Good morning, Amy. Yeah, Cricket Victoria says those calls are definitely premature, but uh, Aussie Vice Captain or former Aussie Vice Captain Brad Haddon says that Pekofsky should consult his family about his future in cricket. This comes after his 11th bout of concussion from a volleyball in a, a warm-up. Now, Haddon says that Pekofsky has some tough decisions to make. The most important one to me, I, I, I think, is between the, the parents and Will to say, is this which way we're going to go? Because it must be hard seeing your, your son mm. get consistently concussed. And the Aussie T20 side is back in action tonight. They've got the third uh, international against Sri Lanka. They lead that series 2-0. Can't wait for that, Brett. Now, high winds caused issues for an Aussie Olympian at the Beijing Winter Olympics. Yeah, our flag bearer, Laura Peel, missed out on a medal, finishing fifth in the women's aerials uh, yesterday. She missed her landing in the final round, struggling as the high winds whipped up. She's told Seven it wasn't her best performance. Oh, I'm just disappointed, you know. I can jump a lot better than I did tonight, but I guess that's a sport. And fifth is the same position that fellow Aussie bobsled Bree Walker finished in the monobob. And bred in the AFL, a blow for the Blues with the new season now just a month away. Yeah, Sam Walsh is set to miss at least the first month of the season after suffering an ankle injury. He's one of their best players, if not certainly emerged as their best last season. The star midfielder was hurt in a tackle during match practice last week. He will need surgery. At the Gold Coast, their contract offer to Ben King still stands despite his season-ending knee injury. A number of Victorian clubs are circling the young star forward. They have locked away the Suns, one of their young midfielders. Elijah Hollands is also making a comeback from a knee injury says it was a no-brainer to re-sign until 2024. Club's really taken care of me and I've had a great time here. The boys are building a great culture now and it's something I want to be a part of, so it's great. Just weeks away until both the AFL and the NRL season start. We can't wait, Amy. Oh, pump for the footy, Brett. Bring it on. Have a great day. You too. And we've seen some wild celebrations in LA after the Rams claimed Super Bowl victory over Cincinnati in a clash that went right down to the wire. Earlier in the day, all eyes were on the halftime entertainment with hip-hop legends Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent and Kendrick Lamar all taking to the stage. We're going to party like this summer. Come on, everybody.
Now millions tuned in live around the world. The video of the performance has already gained nearly 20 million views online. I reckon I've probably one million of those. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also find the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Amy Goggins. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and Natasha Belling back with you tomorrow. Listener.